Good morning and welcome to the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Rick J, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Cary, North Carolina. Today is Monday, May 8, 2023. We are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter to action on page 80, the first paragraph, beginning with before taking drastic action and reading through that one paragraph only. Sounds like somebody's unmuted. Check and make sure you're uh, hit star one. Today's readers are Morgan K. The Twelve Steps, Margie, The Twelve Traditions, and our big book readers are Judith S. P. In the text, Nancy R. Page one sixty four, and Craig F. Is our backup reader. Our newcomer greeter is Colleen M. And our second hour moderator is Maria F. The share ID for Sunday, May seventh, twenty twenty three, is twenty thousand two hundred and thirty five. No way preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive eater who still suffers. At a vision for you big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. I'll now ask Morgan Kay to read the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, this is Morgan Kay from Manitoba, Canada. I'm a compulsive overeater and these are the 12 steps of OA. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of characters. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had the spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me be of service. All right. Thank you, Morgan. I will now ask Margie to read the 12 traditions of OA. Thank you, Rick. This is Margie, recovered but not cured. 
the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overreader who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our, prim- from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions, reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you, Marge. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what we've read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, at the end of which I will give you a gentle reminder. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to remute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter Into Action on page 80, the first paragraph beginning with Before Taking Drastic Action and reading through that one paragraph only. I will now ask Judith S.P. to begin reading. Good morning, Rick, and good morning, my fellows here today. Thank you, God. My name is Judith S.P. from Maryland, greatly recovered for today. Before taking drastic action, which might implicate other people, we secure their consent. If we have obtained permission, have consulted with others, ask God to help, and the drastic step is indicated, we must not shrink. And in reading this, my first response was, well, I haven't really had uh, more than one person that I've put on my resentments at a time. 
and made amends to. So there's no second or third parties. Um, so does this apply to me? You know, I could easily just say, now nah, this paragraph doesn't really work for me. What the heck does that mean? But anyway, I looked up what uh, amends in recovery means. And it's a very clear, wonderful way for me to share a little bit more of uh, this paragraph. Amends are actions taken that demonstrate your new way of life and recovery, whereas apologies are basically words. When you make amends, you acknowledge and align your values to your actions by admitting wrongdoing and then living by your principles. And that's very straightforward and clear. One of the things that I realize is that when I make amends, I've done a lot of thinking, I've done a lot of writing, I've seen my damage that I have done, I've seen others damage but not focused on it as much at this point as to my part. And then I look at what's the truth and what does God want me to be. Um, this is not easy, and I have to be able to turn to God and to other fellows and really begin to see in my transformative, thank you, God, spiritually awakened state to approach my amends from that place. It's not cleaning up the past from a cognitive thinking mode of operating. And the word that really uh, struck me is the last word, or the last couple words. We must not shrink. One of the biggest things that I think compounded my food eating and my food behaviors and total unhappiness in my life was that I shrunk from everything. And the only way that I kept myself protected in that shrunken, small state was to eat. And all that came along with the eating before, during, and after. Now, with an open heart and an open mind, with my higher power, with fellows as checkpoints, I'm able to move forward and make amends. Right now, I'm struggling with a very deep-rooted amends on how to move forward in love and tolerance with very intimate family members that seem like my, I shrink, I shrink. And then I re, revert back to a bristly kind of, I don't need to, you know, let me go to a meeting right now. And Keep I need to be more, thank you. I need to be more open and trusting of the instructions and the process, which this paragraph share with me. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks so much for getting us started, Judith. Before we get our first group of names, just a reminder that although we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. Please give me your first name only and the first initial of your last name. Who would like to share what was read today? Good time to jump in and share if you haven't shared before or haven't shared in a while. 
John from South Carolina. Hey, John, what's initially your last name? M as in mother. Gotcha. Who else? Sarah Kay. Sarah Kay? Yes. Pennsylvania. All right. Okay, Pedro. Gotcha. Andy L. in Illinois. Okay, Andy. And uh, let's all double check to make sure we're uh, muted unless you are uh, introducing yourself right now. Anybody else? All right, we're going to go with these four right here, and then we'll get some more names. So this is who I have, John M., Sarah K., Pedro B., and Andy L. John, you're up first. Followed by John M., unmute, please. Hit star one. John M., we can't hear you. If you could hit star one. Carolina. Okay. I hear you now. I'm one that finds admitting I'm wrong and taking action on that is just about as tough as anything I've ever had to do. I like to blame others, and I'm arrogant, and uh, it's just hard. But until I do that, I recognize I'm never going to be free. And I'm always going to be the victim. So I've turned to prayer, and I highly recommend prayer as a way of breaking through our barriers. And the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. What does that mean? That means I need his help. And God is so wonderful, no problem is too small. People think, well, I shouldn't bother God with that. He wants us to bother him. We're not happy because he loves us. He loves us with a deep abiding love. And I can't speak for others, but I can surely speak for myself. Unless I call on God, I'm not going to make this program work. And I've proven that because I don't have the abstinence that turning my will over to God would give. I fight day by day with this food. And I look at it, I'm like, how can that food have power over me? But it's not the food. We focus on the food. The food is not the problem. The problem is that thing that sits on our shoulders. That's the problem. 
So it's just a manifestation of the problems that go on in that noggin of ours. So how do I do it? Well, you work those steps. I keep listening to Harlan, and he keeps coming back to one thing. Action. Work the steps every day, several times a day, however many times a day we need till we achieve success. So I'm not going to give up till the miracle happens. I'm going to keep on trying, and uh, one day I'll know I'll, I'll win. So thanks for letting me share. Thank you, John. Sarah Kay, you are up next, followed by Pedro B. Go ahead, Sarah. Sarah, hit star one to unmute. Good morning. Long ago, before I was a program person, when I used to complain to my husband, who was a big program person, about the attributes of other people that really annoyed me. He would give me a look, and I was aghast to find out I was doing the same behavior. Then I joined program, and for 16 years, I uh, was working program until I found a sponsor who introduced me to the big book. I had been dumped by a friend. We were closer than close. I could not understand how she could do this to me. What did I do? How could she do this to me? I mean, I went nuts. I, I really did. I had to take a tranquilizer. I was in such psychic pain. But this wonderful sponsor introduced me to the big book in which they say, perhaps your behavior caused somebody to feel whatever, whatever, and they didn't want to deal with you anymore. So I realized I owe this person an amend. I'm not sure what I did wrong, but I wrote an amend to my friend and I apologized for doing whatever I did that upset her. And I had no understanding of my part in behavior that turned people off. And I wished her the best on her continued journeys of sobriety and abstinence. Um, unfortunately with me, I had these recurring, um, aggravations with some people that were cruel to me in the past. They didn't like me because I used to be like them, catty, mean, gossipy, making fun of. Then I joined program and I was no longer like that. And they didn't like me anymore. Uh, I had to give them up consequently. The program has given me a life that I could never have imagined. Only sorry I wasn't in it long ago to be a helpful person to my husband as he worked the program. Um, I'm slipping this in. I need a sponsor. My sponsor lost her abstinence. And I hope um, people give their names, and I would very much like a step sponsor. Um, I'm grateful to you all. I'm grateful to my sponsor, my ex-sponsor, for opening my eyes through the big book. And I'm grateful to be at this meeting. I haven't been at this meeting for a long time. So thank you all. And um, I, I've listened to Harlan on Saturdays. I just don't have this number. 
So I think I will stop the share because uh, I'm the cause purposes here and give somebody else a share chance. Thank you for letting me share. I appreciate it. Bye. All right. That, thank you. That was Sarah Kay from Pennsylvania. Pedro B., you are up. Followed by Andy. Good morning. Good morning. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Rick, for your service. Thanks, everybody. Uh, yeah, my name is Pedro B. I am a compulsive overeater in uh, San Bernardino, California. And I'm happy to be here this morning. Um, uh, you know, uh, so it says uh, this paragraph, very short paragraph, talks, talking that we interactions, uh, making amends. Uh, and and it tells me uh, before taking drastic action, which might implicate other people, we secure the consent, the consent. So in other words, I need to ask permission. You know, I say, uh, I'm in recovery and uh, I'm trying to save my booty over here. And uh, is it okay if I try to uh, make an amends to you? Uh, so it's, it's important, all right? Secure their consent. Uh, if I uh, if I have obtained permission, right? I have consulted with others. Ask God to help. See, that's that's. Uh, that is the bottom line there for me this morning. You know, uh, this idea that I need God's help, the fact that uh, my problem is self, my problem is this attachment to self, you know, and I think it's in the uh, uh, third step prayer that talks about uh, relieving me of the bondage of self. Uh, lack of power is my dilemma. I need God's help. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Pedro. Andy L., you're up next, and then we'll get some more names. Go ahead, Andy. Hi, I'm Andy L. in uh, Illinois. I'm um, an alcoholic and a compulsive eater, and I'm very uh, happy to be here. This is the first time I've shared on this meeting, although I've been listening to it for about... uh, about six weeks now, and thank you everyone for for being here um, and helping. And and uh, I I'm I'm very glad to, that everyone's that everyone's here. Um, yeah, I guess um, you know the things that come up for me in this is 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 um, you know giving up control. Um, and one of the things that certainly one of my character defects is trying to control things with 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 most things and certainly with people and i think by you know the paragraph by by asking for consent um you know you're giving up some of the control and certainly where god is involved you're also giving up some of the control and get, getting kind of getting out of your own way with all of this stuff because um, that's you know getting getting in my own in my own way is probably my one of my certainly one of my biggest character defects and one of my biggest one of my biggest problems. So, you know, kind of letting letting go and letting God and and letting letting things take care of themselves a bit um, is is sometimes the, the next the next right thing to do. Um, 
And one of the things that I've, you know, read recently that really resonates with me is the St. Francis prayer. And, and um, I've downloaded the OA toolkit app and all the, a lot of the, the prayers are in there. And, you know, the, the, it's been a long time since I'd seen or read the St. Francis prayer and just, you know, bringing peace and bringing love and bringing um, help um, is really, you know, an excellent guiding principle for anybody in, in their life. And, you know, that's, that's, that's where I would like to get because that's not always what I'm doing. I'm not always bringing love. I'm not always bringing um, peace. I'm not always bringing the things that I should be bringing um, and causing, right. Cause, especially with people that uh, in my life that I love causing, uh, causing pain instead of bringing love. So that's, that's certainly not what we're not what we're trying to do and certainly causing pain for yourself or others is uh, you know a lot of the reasons why we all picked up food or or did other things so um you know get it becoming happy joyous and free is is probably the best thing to to, that i can do for my recovery or one of the best things and and one of the ways to do that is for me i think is is you know, bringing love, bringing peace, um, and, and trying to help, uh, and get out of my own head and gentle reminder. And certainly, yeah. And certainly helping others is, is one of the best ways to do that. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Andy. And, uh, we'll get some more names. We are in the chapter into action on page 80, the first paragraph beginning with before taking drastic action and reading through that one paragraph only. And just, uh, Reminder that we are identifying as compulsive overeaters only. Who else would like to share today? Luna K. Okay, missed both of those. Julie K. Julie K. Yep. Okay. Heidi B. New York. Heidi B. Who else? Plenty of time to share. All right, so Julie, go ahead. Uh, You're going to be followed by Heidi B., and then we'll get some more names. Go ahead, Julie. All right, thank you so much. Hi, this is Julie Kay in Connecticut. Um, Super grateful to be here with you this morning on this 49th trip around the sun for me. Um, I thought that I would share about something that is really miraculous that has happened recently. Um, First of all, it has taken me all 49 years of my life to understand the difference between an apology and an event. Um, And recently, in the middle of April, very long story short, my son, who is going to be 13 this month, was ousted from his friend group for a variety of reasons, some of which belong to him, some of which do not. Um, and his, the young man that he would have said was his ride or die became a bar mitzvah on Saturday this weekend. And my son was tactfully uninvited to the bar mitzvah. Um, and it was veiled in a parental decision, not an uninvite, but the reality is they didn't want him there. And, and I understand why. 
he doesn't fully understand why, but the grown-ups do. And um, we told him that he, you know, he, he wanted to reach out to this young man and just congratulate him. And his congratulatory text started with, you know, blah, 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 but you did. And, you know, my wife and I, who are both in 12-step programs, said, no, 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 nobody. If you're making a true amends for your behavior, there is no but. It is simply, I hurt you. That wasn't my intention. I am so sorry. I hope one day we can talk about this face-to-face. And until then, mazel tov, congratulations, yada, yada, yada. Um, And to be able to impart that onto an almost 13-year-old young man was a true, true gift. Um, To have that understanding today because of this program, because of my conscious contact with my higher power, whom I choose to call God, and to share that with him and have him totally understand and get it um, and have him say to us, you know, I really, really, really want Elle to have a great night, and I'm sad I'm not there, and that's okay. It, it, it was a true, true miracle. This program doesn't just work for me. It works for my entire family. And that is quite possibly the greatest gift OA could possibly have given me. Um, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. And with that, I pass. All right. Thank you, Julie K. Heidi B., you're up next. We'll get some more names. Go ahead, Heidi. Hey, thanks, Rick. Um, this is Heidi B. from New York. And, uh, yeah, I just it was kind of quiet. Um, so I thought I would share. I shared about this um, last week. But. Um, I have a amends on my list that I haven't been able to make. And, um, you know, this, this paragraph was really the guiding paragraph because, um, I was, uh, it was, it was something that, um, could land me in jail. And, um, you know, I was ready to walk into, a police station and turn myself over and I needed to to pause because that might get someone else in trouble and um you know and so what I was guided to do was secure their consent and um you know that was it was a hard it just ha- and it has been because I haven't been able to complete it it's been a hard thing to just you know to have to like um, pause because it felt like, well, I, you know, I need to be rid of this thing, right? Um, but that's that's the thing is that it's, um, you know, it's not it's not about me. It's you know, I'm I'm making an amends to the person that I harmed, um, or for the harm that I um, that I committed, and um, you know, I'm just I'm grateful that I didn't sort of bullheadedly walk into a police station because um, it could have made things worse. It could have made things a, a lot worse. And, um, you know, and, and again, the book tells us, like, we, we do not shrink. We must not shrink. And, and I'm, you know, I stand at the ready if this, you know, person ever got back to me, which she hasn't after many times to um, many attempts to reach out. Um, you know, I would be ready to, after consulting with her, take whatever action was indicated. Um, and so I'm just, you know, just grateful, 
for the guidance that we get and that the book tells us exactly what we need to do because on my own, um, I have no idea. And, you know, the consultation of other recovered fellows um, is how I, you know, is how I get through these hard situations. Um, anyway, I'm just uh, grateful to, to be here, grateful to everyone on the line for being here and um, certainly for this program that has given me a second chance at life. With that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Heidi. All right, we'll get some more names. We're in to action on page 80, the first paragraph beginning with before taking drastic action and reading that one paragraph only. And please remember to include the first initial of your last name and uh, who else would like to jump on this morning? Johanan. Hey, Johan. Johan, how are you? Hey. Mary A. from Rena. Mary Rena A. L. Uh, Rita? Rena L. Thanks. Oh, okay. Sorry. Is that R I N A? R E N A, but either way, I'll know who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got uh, Johan N., Mary A., Rena L. Who else? All right, Johan in. We'll go ahead and uh, kick it off with you, and followed by Mary A. Go ahead, Johan. Hi. Yep. Thank you, Rick. Um, hi, my name is Johan Ann. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Sweden. Um, Happy to be here today. Thank you so much for service, Rick, and thanks for the share so far and for this uh, fantastic meeting, for this paragraph and big, big book that, yeah, and uh, um, amends. This is really where, you know, into action for sure. <laughs> um, amends has been uh, such a huge uh, thing in my recovery. To, to go to, to the people that I have hurt, you know, making things right. It's not about saying that I'm sorry. It's about making things right. You know, people that I owe money, they don't care about the story. They want their money back. So that's, um, that's how it's been, been for me. And the, the, there's been a lot of amends to make. And uh, uh, also, I need to check my amends before I make them. Um, I need to check with my sponsor. I had some very hard amends, and um, I went through them with my then sponsor. Uh, he didn't really know what we were going to do, so um, we called his sponsor and talked to him. And he said about these amends that, I'm sorry, there's too many people involved. You can't do them. Um, anyway, I went to God with it. I took it in meditation with God, and uh, God gave me three names to ask uh, if I could do this am amends, which was two of the names was uh, an employee that I had that had been working for the longest time in the company that I then had. And uh, the other was um, my old business partner. Um, 
because they would get involved if I were to do these amends. Uh, it was involving things that we did in company that was not right. And um, I went to these three people and uh, asked them and all of them said no. So uh, then I knew in my heart that I had done everything that I could, you know, um, in order to make these amends. And I couldn't make them, you know, that's just how it is uh, and how it was. Um, so um, it's very crucial that I just don't go out there like a crusader and, you know, uh, sacrificing uh, other people in, in, in order to set things right. I need to check with other people before I go through, through my, my amends so I don't hurt anybody else. I, I, I can't be, you know, I, I can't be um, afraid or scared of hurting myself. That is not what it says. You know, I, I have to be willing and, you know, thank God I was willing. I was willing to do them. And, um, yeah, but all the amends that I made, uh, yeah, such a difference in my life, uh, such a difference in my relationships today and, and everything. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm finished here. Thank you so much. Uh, and I'll pause there. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Johan in from Sweden. Uh, Mary A, you are up next, followed by Rena L. Go ahead, Mary. Thank you so much, Rick. This is Mary A, gratefully recovered in Portland, Maine. And I have a really specific example that pertains to this paragraph that I thought might be helpful to share. Um, you know, it says we thought we thought he ought to be willing to, to do that, to make amends if necessary. Um, but before taking this drastic action, we secure their consent. And I had a situation when I worked for an employer, this is 40 years ago now, uh, where a friend of mine was an accomplice in helping me take money from that employer that I really didn't deserve. Um, I was leaving the company. She and I both, both knew I was leaving the company, and, and yet she made it so that um, I had access to some tuition reimbursement funds that um, were not due to me. I was going back to school, but um, those funds were not due to me. And I could not find her when it was time to make these amends. Um, I believe that she's moved. I believe that she's changed her name. And so I also went to a sponsor and said, hey, you know, I, I owe this money to this company, but if I were to go to them straight out, uh, and tell them what happened, there was only one person who could have made that transaction happen, and it was my my friend, and it would implicate her without her consent. And so my sponsor said, you know, no, you, you can't do that because we can't implicate another just to save our own necks and our own recovery. So instead, this company happens to be a retailer, and we made an agreement that any time I need to make a purchase, that this retailer sells, that they would be the, the um, retailer that I would go to first. And through doing that, and literally, it's literally been about 40 years. And in the course of doing that over 40 years' time, um, I've been able to more than repay by, do, by concentrating my business, focusing my business on that retailer. Um, I would love to be able to go to them and say, hey, this is what happened, and here's a check. Uh, but I can't do that because of the implications. And so this alternative is going to have to do. 
And I'm right with God with that and grateful for good sponsorship. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Mary A. Rena L., you're up next. We'll get some more names. Go ahead, Rena. Hi, this is Rena L., a uh, recovered compulsive eater uh, from Toledo, Ohio. Uh, good morning, everyone. I, um, you know, for me, the, there's two really important parts uh, in this little paragraph. The first is consulting with others. Uh, God, when I first came into program, I just wanted to apologize everywhere, like be the grand apologizer, just to, like tear off the band-aid so I could feel better. Um, and if I'm doing this just to feel better, I end up hurting a lot of people. And um, so I'm just so grateful that um, I've learned to consult with others. That is not what I did in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> uh, and a lot of times it was me being arrogant or overly prideful, uh, or acting so spiritually fit, right? Like when I'm acting spiritually fit, it's not it's not a good not a good way to go. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to share about consent. You know, my parents don't want to know every. They've made clear over the years <laughs> that I've been in recovery. They don't want to know everything that I did wrong to them, right? In our relationship, or did that I did. They don't want to know. And I, I feel grateful that they're clear about it, but I've also had the opportunity to make other amends, like um, I needed to get their consent. For example, you know, for years early in program, I, I blamed my parents, right, uh, for all my food issues. I blamed my mom in particular. And um, she had surgery a couple of years ago, and she needed to eat differently after the surgery and was having nutritional problems because of it. And... I asked her if I can help her get a nutritionist who specializes in that, if I can just buy her a few sessions so she had it. And she said no. But what she did do is cry and cry that no one had ever tried to help her with her food issues. And the healing between us was like, and I cry every time I think of it, like it was, we are so close now. And that amend, um, I just, uh, I wish she would have taken my, taken it, but it didn't matter right? Like, even if she didn't want to take it in, she let me know what she was available for. And there was still so much healing between us. So I don't know why I felt like sharing it this morning, but it was on my mind. So that's all. I will gratefully keep coming back. All right. Thank you, Rena L. So uh, before we continue on, just a reminder, we are into action on page 80, the first paragraph beginning with before taking drastic action and reading that one paragraph only. And please include the initial uh, first initial of your last name and your uh, your state when you come on the line. So, who else would like to share? Wendy M. Okay, Wendy, gotcha. Anna A. Anna A. Yes. Okay. Who else? Barbara A. Barbara A. All right, Barbara, I think we're going to stop right there and then we'll see um, where we're at. So I've got Wendy M, Anna A, Barbara A. Um, and Wendy M, you're up first, followed by Anna A. Go ahead and please include your state when you introduce yourself. Go ahead, Wendy. Good morning. Thank you, Rick. This is Wendy M. I'm in North Carolina, compulsive overeater. Um, I am very thankful for not just this paragraph, but um, the readings the last few weeks. 
um, I'm hoping that my puppy stays quiet for these few minutes here. I, um, it is, you know, I've, I've had a uh, terrible relapse. I'm very thankful that I am abstinent and clear and my mind is clear today. And um, one of the things that, that definitely happens is the voices on a vision for you become annoying. And that's a very dangerous place for me to be. Um, I'm very thankful that when I have an abstinent and clear mind, I am drawn to this meeting. I, I'm drawn to, I can't wait to log in. I can't wait to dial in and I'm drawn to it. And um, one of the things that has happened in us uh, being here in the amends is several amends have come up for me that um, I, I hadn't made. Um, and in this paragraph specifically that we're, you know, what's standing out to me is, you know, ask God to help and, um, you know, that we have consulted with others and we must not shrink. Um, and so when those things came up for me, I gratefully um, have an amazing sponsor that I could reach out to and, and set, you know, a time for us to consult on that, which we should be getting together this week on that, um, and sit with God to help as well. And I know that um, there's a lot of people in my life that are tired of hearing, I'm sorry, and so the amends don't necessarily mean I'm sorry, um, but the um, actions that I take must change. Um, the word amend definitely means for me today to change, and, um, you know, we must not shrink and and there there may be some amends that are going to harm others and that's where the consult with my um sponsor comes into play so for today i'm I'm grateful um thank you for your service rick and i'm gonna pass thank you uh, thank you wendy all right anna a you're up next followed by barbara a go ahead anna thank you um anna a i'm calling from michigan um, I I wanted to share about making amends to someone who passed away. Um, when I started the program, my father was already dead, and I I didn't know how to make amends to him. And I wrote him a letter, and I shared it with my sponsor, and I just needed to tell him I was sorry for some moment in our relationship and about the amends I thought what God would have me be what can I do in my life that my father would feel that I'm honoring what he wanted me to be and I wrote a list about the things he wanted me to change because I knew and I knew he wanted me to fix my relationship with my mom, to be close to my brother, to be to honor nature as he did. Um, and I did, I tried, I spoke to my mom and in making amends to my dad, I made amends to my mom and I told her that I was going to do my best to fix our relationship, not only because I needed to prove her 
that I changed, but also to honor my father. And I, I remember it was a very spiritual moment that my mom and I had. I, I was living far away from her, so it wasn't an in-person talk, but we both felt very close. And my living amends are trying to be close to my dad also when I'm doing my 11th step in the morning. I am meditating and I connect with, I'm, I'm alive thanks to him. I, am, I have his genetic information, his cells in me, and I'm very grateful that I'm alive and I'm enjoying this life in abstinence thanks to him. And I remember that. I'm in gratitude and I express my gratitude to him when I'm connected and aligned to God in my prayers and meditations. And that's all. I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Anna A. Barbara A., you're up next, and then we'll get some more names. Go ahead, Barbara. Hi, this is Barbara A. from California, currently sitting in New Jersey. Thank you. Thank you for your service, for providing this meeting today. Um, we're talking about amends, and um, very sad. My um, very, very close to my sister-in-law, and she passed away, and found myself having to come here and be with her family. And um, you know, I had an amends I had to make to her, and they offered me the the chance to be able just to view her separately. And so I took that time to just be with her, with her body, and to to talk to her about things I felt I really needed to clear the air. And I know I, I didn't do it when she was alive. And that that was just the way it is. And I was able to talk with her. And people are talking on this line about living amends. That's where I need to go today. I was able to be completely honest with her ex-husband about how the family felt, you know, notifying them about the death. I mean, I, was, I didn't have to hide, like, act like, the, oh, look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make you feel better. I'm trying. I just told the truth. And I just, this, this, this opportunity to make amends and clear out the past, I just keep thinking about how I, I clean. If you clean something up and you just stuff things in, in the closet and you just sweep them under the rug and you just stuff them somewhere, the minute you open that closet, there's the mess again. Instead of carefully sweeping it up and throwing things out and organizing things and putting them away and, and getting rid of things you don't need anymore, this inventory, this four-step inventory, that, that action step of going forward and then making amends, this book is such a gift because it tells us exactly what to do. And these meetings give us the, all these examples. So I'm so grateful grateful to be working this program, grateful that I had my sister-in-law in my life for 40 years. I miss her dearly. And I'm so grateful I had time to talk with her and make amends and to be with her family and to be honest and abstinent with them. So this is a gift of the program. I'm so grateful to share today. Thank you. And I pass. Thank you, Barbara. I'm so sorry for your loss. And uh, got time for a couple of two-minute shares if somebody wants to Jump on there.
Hi, Nancy S. from Massachusetts. Okay, Nancy. Shelly Go Jenkins. ahead and, uh, what was that? Okay. Sorry, what was that last name? Um, S as in Sam from Massachusetts. Oh, I mean, sorry, what was your first name? <laughs> oh, Nancy. Oh, so you got Nancy S, and was there somebody else? Okay, Nancy, go ahead, and then we'll see where we're at. Okay. Um, it's interesting. I look back when I was doing my amends, and my parents, I didn't have the opportunity to do a living amend with them. And it was really interesting because when I was finishing up and getting ready to do my amends with everyone, I was also getting ready to bury both my parents' ashes at the National Cemetery and they had been sitting in my cabinet for years. And I wrote letters to them and also to my brother who had passed like 40 years prior. And I put the letters in their um, ashes box that got buried at the cemetery. <laughs> it's funny because it's making me cry too. Um, but I lost my husband last month. And we had about two and a half weeks from diagnosis to death that we were able to lay in bed and just look at each other and say everything we wanted to say that ever had to be said. And it was a beautiful thing because he was very strong in program. And um, I was so grateful to have that, you know, um, but anyways, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there's ways that we can do things, um, whether they're here or not, that can really clear the soul. That I pass. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Nancy, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. I think we're at that point where we're, uh, we're less than a minute left, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up today. And uh, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Monday, May 8, 2023, is 20,236. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Nancy R. please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is, <clears throat> excuse me. Hi, this is Nancy R. from uh, Illinois, a recovered compulsive overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. <clears throat> Excuse me, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Banning yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. And God bless you and keep you until then.